0: 10. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. My name is Eric. I am your host, your wonderful host, and uh, joining me this evening, our uh, buddy over there from the formerly known as Liberty Friendship Simulator, Flint. How's it going, buddy?
1: What's up, man? Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it.
0: What is up, indeed? Let me let me tell you what is up. Blood alcohol level.
1: Hell yeah, dude. That's what's
0: up. <laughs> yeah. Very I used groovy. to say blood pressure, but that that doesn't apply to me anymore. So. <laughs>
1: Well, um, what are we talking about today? We're talking about uh, prisons, right? Yes, we're
0: talking about prisons, and you should know because you were a former prison guard.
1: Yeah, you did it for a little bit too, didn't you say? For like two yeah. weeks?
0: Yeah, I was a, uh, a prison guard at Dixon Correctional Institute for Ooh, a walking okay. two weeks. I got uh, trained, and then I showed up late on the very first day of actual prison guard stuff uh-huh. and, got, and got fired by the warden.
1: Oh Well, let me tell you, that was probably a blessing. <laughs> um, <laughs> it
0: probably was.
1: I think uh did, was that a state uh state facility or a private facility?
0: it was a state facility. Um it's kind of like uh, minimum security. Mm-hmm. It's like all the prisoners kept their uh, street clothes but they painted on a stencil DCI all over everything. Yeah. And uh but you know these guys were like you know went and robbed a store when they were 15 or whatever mm-hmm. and you know they've pretty much served at angola for a little while been on good behavior so they get moved over there yeah so it's like a lot of little low level you know non-violent criminals i mean you could talk mm-hmm. to these guys they just you know got sucked up in the system and everything
1: oh yeah i can relate i would worked at a minimum as well and um uh, either it was like violent uh violent offenders at the end of their stint or uh a lot of or non offenders um, yeah type stuff that were, that it's were there. terrible oh yeah um I'd have some numbers here. I think it's uh one out of every five people are are incarcerated on various drug offenses. And that that's just not even counting, you know, nonviolent yeah. offenders in general. I think it's every two out of three. Uh that, correct me if I'm wrong uh later, but I think it's every I think it's two out of every three offenders in the United States are nonviolent offenders, which is really terrible.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't have these people inside of a prison. <laughs> Yeah, if they're nonviolent, that means they're not a threat to society, and yeah. they just broke some kind of bullshit law. And that's
1: actually that's what radicalized me. Actually, was yeah. um when I was uh, I was on a transportation detail one day, and I was like real fucking like hardcore Republican, like aspiring to be a Fed, like I did. uh Yeah,
0: we all. I did an moments.
1: internship with with Homeland Security, and like I needed like a startup, like a stepping stone law enforcement job, and went went to the prison and uh i was doing a transportation detail this like two years into my employment
0: yeah whoever told you and, you know do be a prison guard for a little while yeah it's a step in the no it's not
1: yeah no it's it no, was, it's it, was a, well, it was uh it was it was a good step for me that was a divine intervention uh and i i believe but uh they like i was a fucking vicious co dude like i was i was out for it i like i established like a fucking, uh prison gang task force that would like monitor them and would like talk to other agencies when they these guys got out to watch them and shit like i was out for fucking blood i was like this was my crusade and i was doing a transportation
0: super screw extreme yeah
1: (laughs) and uh i was i was doing this transportation detail and there's this like fucking long hair hippie who uh is getting is coming to my facility as well as like two other dudes one of them beat his wife and um i was looking at their their yeah i was looking at their face sheets and the dude who uh was selling 35 grams of weed the long hair hippie he got five years and the other dude got two and i was like this is
0: no there's something wrong there
1: yeah this is fucky like i i don't want anything to do with this anymore and like i
0: think we lost your audio there for a second yeah flint you lost your audio something came unplugged. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you.
1: Oh, okay. Where did I, where did I cut out?
0: Uh, you saw the guy's uh, face sheet and uh the weed dealer got 5 years, the yeah. domestic abuse guy only got 2.
1: Yeah. And so, um, you know, I've I've radicalized a couple people on my own like in my own personal life and it's always kind of depressing and heartbreaking seeing their world shatter in front of them cuz like I've radicalized other CEOs you know, yeah. uh, when I like while I was in, um, I think I personally radicalized like four of my coworkers and got them to quit. But it was it's just so uh, it's such an experience seeing their face like their their yeah. whole world shatters, you know, and I remember that feeling yeah. that I had and I didn't sleep that night. I was, you know, sitting in my living room, just like drinking my hand, smoking like it's like two o'clock in the morning and I, I can't go to sleep. And I'm like, this is I'm the bad guy. I'm the everything that i ever believed in was wrong. It was bad. And I've done horrible, horrible things for what? For the state, for these criminals, you know, that do the same things that these fucking poor people do and get sent to prison for, you know, so it was just um, it was horrible. But uh, yeah, yeah, after that, uh, I discovered the Mises Mises Institute, Mises.org, and you can actually access that from Missouri government computers and they don't allow regular internet. So it's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I was blasting a anatomy of the state in the hallways.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, we will have to give props to uh, one Mr. Lou Rockwell because that he was uh, instrumental in part of my uh, flippening. Uh, really? Yeah. So uh, back in the day, you know, I was sitting there listening to Alex Jones and, you know, kind of getting on the Ron Paul train. And I was like, oh, look, I see Ron Paul puts these regular articles over there on Lou Rockwell. So you go to Lou Rockwells. Well, now you're swimming in the deep end of the pool because everybody posts over there. You got Jeff Dice posting, and uh, so eventually you make your way onto Mises.org, and it was like, well, where, where the hell has this been all my life? You know, these <laughs> guys are actually laying it down pretty good.
1: Oh yeah, it was uh, it was kind of like uh, getting you know preached to the choir. Um, and it, I did I I will say uh, I do have to uh, give a shout out to uh, one account, Bloody Revolutions, because these ideas were oh, yeah. planted in my head by him. I was sitting in the parking lot uh, on my break, and I was, like, went down the gun porn loophole, found his site, and he just pissed me off because he was talking like, "Yeah, Second Amendment extremists," and I'm like, "Yeah, that." And then and he that goes, was "Coming fuck. out
0: with a British accent," and that. Just yeah, and off then he goes,
1: more. he goes, "Fuck cops," and I'm like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, <laughs> no, fuck you. And then that this happened, I was like, "Well, maybe he is right. Maybe I am the fucking bad guy." So, shout out to him. He also uh, guided me in this direction um but yeah uh ever since then i've kind of just become a prison uh abolitionist actually like i've yeah. um you know i believe that they shouldn't exist at all they're monuments to the state and uh the only people there are to glorify the state you know like look at us we're you know we're housing these fucking murderers we're keeping them on the streets well if you wanted to keep them off streets you'd put them in the ground you know yeah um where at at the same time you're you're housing all these nonviolent offenders i mean we have the highest incarceration rate in the entire world you know how can you claim to be the land of the free when you have the entire the highest incarceration rate in the entire fucking world and it like dwarfs the number two yeah or not excuse me it
0: even has like less people in their in their prison system
1: yeah it like the number two is just way below how many we we have it's just it's an it's insane and uh not a lot of people talk about it um i've kind of made that my personal crusade to like kind of push that message in the liberty community and yeah. some are receptive and some don't care and that's fine as long as you know i don't get attacked for it <laughs> but yeah I, I i mean there's other there's other um abolitionist ideas like i know um a is a fan of um it's a mutualist concept it's uh like um like a, a a space where where violent offenders go to be like like banished from society from society into this area yeah. and they like you know can live there by themselves and if they leave that area then they're free game i think that he he could expand on that more um but that's also another concept there's just any anything is better than prison i mean yeah. at at its um at its very best it is inhumane to take years of someone's life from them and at its very worst it's enabling criminal activity you know
0: yeah and that that's uh if anybody's ever heard of the uh, the phrase the the college of crime so even when these non-violent offenders they get locked up with other violent offenders though they now, now they're learning a trade inside of the uh inside of the prison system because all mm-hmm. these guys got nothing but time to talk to each other and you know, maybe improve on how not to get caught in the future and everything else. And when they come out, you know, the the state screws them even more. You can't get a yeah. job without listing it on your uh, on your you know applications. Uh, you know, getting a house, uh, forget about it. No one wants to about live it. next door to a felon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, the state just royally royally screws these people up. And so the, it's like they're still in prison even though they're outside of the walls.
1: Oh yeah, it's yeah. the gift that keeps on giving. We're actually looking uh, Me and my uh, excuse me, my wife and I are actually looking for a house right now. And our, uh, realtor, he's an old army buddy of mine. He, um, does a lot of work with this organization. It's a nonprofit called the whole person. He's a, he's a bleeding heart, but, uh, anyways, he, uh, works with, Oh, that's um, not
0: typical from anybody from the army.
1: Yeah, I know. bleeding uh, heart. But, uh, he, um, works with, uh, formerly incarcerated inmates to help them get housed and he said it's it's a fucking bitch dude it's oh. hard to find places for them to live, even to rent you know let alone yeah. buy a house it, it's uh it's just the gift that keeps on giving and what a fucking horrible gift it, it is yeah. to just be branded by the state i mean honestly it is just a fucking brand like you're our cattle and you're ours now forever
0: yeah even if i was a." uh, uh- on board with uh you know prison reform and everything one like giant step is like once they leave the walls that's it the the state is done with them
1: Mm -hmm. you know that would be great you know you don't have to mention it anymore yeah but i mean it's it's just uh it's it's insane the criminal justice system is fucking insane um and it honestly the people who are in there i i doubt i don't even under i don't even know how many have actually done the crime because i just talked to uh this um law professor from north carolina she just wrote a book um her her name is uh um shit i can't i can't believe i (laughs) forgot yeah i think it's like carissa hessex she just wrote a book about uh plea bargains and she just told me that 97 percent of the people incarcerated are there on plea bargains they pled guilty you know and they plea bargains they're just fucking yeah uh, they're they're coercion i mean it's either you're going to say that you did this crime or we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that you are stuck behind bars as long as we fucking legally can keep you there i mean if that's not
0: on charges on top of everything else
1: yeah for what making me do my job yeah Uh,
0: how dare dare people
1: it's it's disgusting you know and it used to not be a practice that was allowed i just I, i i just found out in this conversation it used to be a practice that was like shunned and you know if you did plea bar like if you offered plea bargains you're a bad person and now it's like the most it's it's one of the most widely used practices in the criminal justice system you know but
0: well you know when you read a ton of laws that make people guilty of like five felonies a day or whatever it's up to now
1: yeah (laughs) oh yeah that's another thing there's
0: public trial is
1: you know so many laws there's so many fucking laws. Um, the U.S. Code, I think, is the the is, is like the encyclopedia of like all the laws that the United States has. And it's like um, I think it's updated every two years or four years or so. But yeah, that bitch is like fucking should be. Yeah.
0: Almost like a few paragraphs.
1: <laughs> it's like fucking 10 books, dude. Yeah. I, and and I, I mean, that was just me glancing at the fucking section. It's like a fuck ton of there's a lot of fucking laws, man.
0: Yeah, what is it? U.S. Code 18, and then it's like that 18 section is huge.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. But. Yeah, um, prison's terrible, and it's and uh, you were um you mentioned uh, what was it criminal college? I think you said.
0: Yeah. College. Yeah, dude.
1: That's All funny. they have in there is time to fucking think, and yeah. they never like they never even my superiors didn't stop reminding us like, hey, you're here eight hours, eight to sixteen hours a day. These guys are here. 24 hours a day that's yeah. all they have is just time to think and time to figure it out like i i walked into a housing unit one day and they were watching fucking cops and um at this point in my career like i had pretty good rapport with the population there like they knew who i who i was and they knew i didn't uh you know i didn't fuck with them just to fuck with them but I, i'm you know i asked the house i'm like yo what the fuck dude like this is the last thing i would want to watch if i was You know, if I was in camp and they were like, dude, how do you think we fucking learn? Like, you think we, you think we're going to go out there and just be upstanding fucking citizens? Like, no, we're learning right now. We're, we're trying to figure out how not to get caught next time. Like, all right, you know, fair is fair. At least you're honest.
0: Yeah. They'll start screaming at the TV. It was like, what the fuck are you doing? Talking to the police officer? Shut the fuck up,
1: bro. (laughs) The amount of people who talk is insane. You should always get a lawyer, future criminals listening every to every
0: the... single time the only thing that should come out of your mouth is lawyer 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 just repeat yep. it over and over again
1: yeah you have oh, the right the to give me today. a motherfucking lawyer. lawyer yeah <laughs> dude shut the fuck up fridays uh i love that guy the
0: pot brothers are are great that's, that's i fucking love that guy man
1: good for him good for him for being so aggressive about it too
0: oh yeah yeah, they they are uh, pretty huge on TikTok too cuz like that that one lawyer, the 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 shorter one, he'll, he'll get up mm-hmm. there and he goes, "Shut the fuck up when cops talk to you." That's like how he starts every video.
1: Good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good reminder, man.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, like the there is a funny mentality of like I got this. Like I didn't do shit. It doesn't matter if you didn't do shit. Yeah. Um, in the fucking
0: ham sandwich if they thought they can get away with it
1: oh yeah dude like in the in the 80s uh there's a book out there called just mercy and i think it was a book i think it was a story from the 80s but uh they it was like in the south they were just arresting random black people for for crimes just out of convenience uh they were just like you know we have to find we have to get someone and pin this on someone so that we could just you know keep fucking around and like yeah. We don't have to really work that hard. So they would just pull over fucking black dudes and arrest them and like fucking put them on death row for crimes. They were like, I was nowhere even fucking near. I wasn't even in the state or some in some cases, yeah. you know, like don't, don't fucking talk to cops. Like you're not going to talk your way out of it.
0: Yeah. Anyone who's listened to uh, John Odermatt's uh, uh, podcast where he talks to some of these oh, felons and you're, finding you're, freedom. Yeah. And you just sit there and you're like, your heart breaks for these people. And it was like, it's like, Oh, come on.
1: Oh yeah. It makes me mad.
0: Yeah, I even told him once. I was like, it's it's really tough for me to, to hear people's stories about this. And he mm-hmm. goes, Yeah, I try to stay away from the negative parts. And I was like, Yeah, you just can't get around that. I mean, the, the stuff yeah. is just going to completely mess these people over. It's crushing. Yeah. And so I was like, Yeah, for me, it's like when I hear people's like, Well, you know, I just got caught. And then they start talking about ghost dope. <laughs> It was like, hey, we're going to convict you on this theoretical pound of uh, cocaine that you allegedly have, because everybody that didn't want to do any uh, prison sentence all said you had, you know?
1: (laughs) Crushing, dude. It is soul crushing. It's sad. I mean, and like some of the people that I saw in there just meant like mentally unequipped to handle The situation like they shouldn't have been there uh there i i I said it in my speech during the the 2020 missouri convention but in the state of missouri there are 21 prisons and uh there are two uh mental hospitals you know on either Mm -hmm. side of the state yeah and that is just horrifying um one of the guys i had in his name was bobby and he was a uh an iraq vet you know he thought that you know he was signing up for the right thing he was in the surge like um You know, I I think he was in Fallujah and like he was fucked up from it. He was like fucking, yeah, he was fucked up from it. And, um, he would have like insane PTSD episodes and like me and one of my partners, we, uh, we did crisis intervention training, which is like mental health training that you do to, um, like it's, it's a, it's a first responder class. It's not a prison class, but, uh um you basically use it to talk to people who are mentally ill to talk them down so you don't have to like fuck them up yeah. um it's actually mental uh crisis intervention training started because there was a schizophrenic guy i can't remember when it was um it was like many decades ago but uh he would get he, uh, there would be calls to the local sheriff and the sheriff would come there and kind of talk to him and kind of settle him down and the sheriff went on vacation and the police got called to co deal with this schizophrenic guy and they shot him. Oh. Uh, and so he came back and started this program because he was like, there is no fucking reason this guy should be dead. Like if you just simply knew how to speak to him, he would still be alive. And, um, I mean, I can go on and on about the crisis intervention training. It's a, it's a aid for a, for a bullet wound, but at least yeah. it's something. And, uh, yeah anyways my partner if and i we were for nothing else
0: than to teach the cops that yeah you know, maybe drawing your sidearm is probably not the first thing that you should be doing in every situation
1: but here's the thing yeah. uh people hate crisis intervention training um i yeah, even they, they
0: look at it as like oh, i don't want to deal with the you know, fucking crazies cuz they're stupid and
1: oh even worse i got yeah. called a hug a thug for this they're <laughs> like oh you're you're one of them you like them more than you know your boys in blue or your boys in uh silver because yeah. Uh, pay, everyone's got to have a fucking color. The prison is thin silver line, but they're like, Oh, you like them more than your brothers. You're a hug a thug. You want to put a fucking chocolate on their pillow. Cause you think this is a hotel just because like, I don't want to fuck up a mentally ill person. Yeah. And so, um, anyways, uh, Bobby, uh, we'd have to, me and my partner who were both CIT certified, we'd have to talk this guy down, like maybe two times a month, you know, cause he'd be like spazzing the fuck out. Um, and we just kind of just dude just take breaths like you know what tell us what's happening tell us what what someone said like and uh you know it's the same thing as that sheriff one day we weren't there and he got locked up in seg and he was spazzing and my partner he went in early and he was like oh why is bobby in oh he was uh you know getting aggressive so he was like i gotta go to seg right now i gotta i gotta fucking uh check this guy and the sergeant was like you're fucking pussy ass hug a thug you have 5 minutes and we're going to go in there we're going to spray his ass so he goes in there and he tries to talk him down um and it just I, I don't even think it was 5 minutes but they came in they're like hey get his ass out of here we're going to spray him and they just they fucking uh they 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 have these things called party cans like we yeah. had our own like small thing of uh oc spray they had these like big motherfuckers you know yeah, and they called them party cans cuz they just yeah. light up a whole fucking you know a whole house and they just sprayed the shit out of him dude it was horrible um
0: because yeah. you know getting sprayed with uh with cs is really going to calm a mentally ill person down yeah completely I,
1: I i've been tased and i've been oc and i'll take tase every day a week like it's yeah. it's horrible but uh yeah this guy um you know as he was under the impression that he served his country a lot of people are under the false assumption that he served his country even the people who I worked with who were my brothers were yeah, like, cool Oh, he world. served his country, face the wall and get fucked up. You know, it's, it's terrible.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it's not a good thing. Uh, even some of the, the rowdiest stuff that I saw while I was at DCI, you know, wasn't that bad. You know, they had this one guy, he was an old guy and, uh, his crime was, uh, he was growing mushrooms in a, mm-hmm. in a shed uh, on his property. And, uh, some little kid asked him what he was growing. He said, mushrooms.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, 95% of the mushrooms that he was growing were morels that you can eat.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. But there
0: was a little bit of psilocybin over there for himself that he mm-hmm. wasn't giving away to anybody else. Yeah. But the little kid then went and told his uh, sheriff's deputy uh, punk dad and uh, came down and arrested him. So he got arrested for a handful of psilocybin mushrooms.
1: Damn, dude.
0: That he was using for himself, and he got wrapped up in the system. So, punk ass bitch with piece of tin. was like, yeah, you know, I'm... You know, I was using the stuff for myself, and you know, maybe I shouldn't have been doing. It. I was like, dude, it's, it was your own stuff. <laughs> oh anything, yeah, the kid's bad for everyone to rat you out.
1: And the like the um, the reprogramming that the like that happens to these guys. I mean, geez, man. Oh yeah, it's it's for good. some of the silliest shit, like um, fucking uh, not pay, not being able to afford my fucking uh child support.
0: Oh yeah, they'll, they'll I mean, dude, with that. there are
1: really people in prison who have not paid child support because they just simply could not afford it yeah. like okay and like some of these people that i talked to were like yeah you know i fucked up and i, I should have done it like i should have figured out a way like no dude what the fuck <laughs> you got fucked how could you not see that you got fucked
0: yeah you know it's like i'm mad for you
1: <laughs> yeah i'm yeah <laughs> dude i shouldn't be fighting this fight for you you like yeah help me help you here come on I was like when you're seeing me over
0: here getting pissed it's like i'm not mad at you i'm mad for you
1: it's it's just very upsetting yeah. um just some of the oh, things we're not put supposed these guys to have
0: debtor's do. prisons in the united states right
1: <laughs> we're not supposed to <laughs> and then on the flip side you have fucking chumos who are just like wandering around not like unstabbed and uh yeah. this is a joke by the way that was a joke i everything for i say is in jest. everything
0: that we say legal reasons this is all yeah. comedy we're working on our bits
1: I don't want to be put on another special. Yeah. But uh <laughs> no, these guys are walking around very uh, you know, safe and they are untouched and they know that they are not allowed to be touched because President George W. Bush uh passed a law that said that these guys can't be um harmed because it's a uh it's a prejudicial uh attack to attack chomos based yeah. on the crimes. Yeah. And so, the, and the obviously, and, who
0: would bring teenage boys into the White House at midnight in the nineteen eighties?
1: Hmm, yeah, weird. And so, uh, yeah, at bigger camps, like they'll get fucked up. And it was that was that was uh cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think these guys should be in the ground, um, but they're just you know walking around and they like they they would fucking mouth off to people and they'd mouth off to me and I would be like, who the fuck do you think you are? I did some like kind of shady shit uh, when I would because you're not allowed to like say what they did as a ceo yeah. to the rest of the housing unit but i'd be like i don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to you fucking chomo but you better watch your fucking mouth and then i would yeah. simply look at everyone else and go y'all fucking heard me yeah. y'all heard what he did and i'd leave and you know sometimes something happens sometimes it didn't
0: yeah yeah from all the prisoners that i've seen in uh in Angola and everything, uh, they pretty much just leave the child molesters alone. Because, like, half the time, it's like, I, I don't even want to be seen with that guy, because then everyone else will think I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> type of thing. So, yeah. yeah. It's like, for the most part, they just get left alone. But occasionally, you know, they get caught where they're not supposed to be in the prison, and things happen.
1: It It's just, um you know, the fact that these guys can roam and feel safe, and they only spend like, one or two years in prison, is astonishing. Uh, um, Like, that was one of the, also one of the reasons I... Was turned off of the whole system to begin with um yeah i mean honestly with, uh,
0: kid gloves uh no pun intended yeah. but it's
1: <laughs> i mean if it were up to me uh, the only reason why we'd have to have police is to take these people to the parents and then walk away you know oh, uh yeah, if, I if this
0: guy doing this
1: if we if we had to have police if if you know we can't abolish them then let's just fucking have the victims deal with them as they see fit you know yeah fuck yeah it, and it's, it's terrible it,
0: yeah you know, when you try to explain this to to the gung-ho uh you know th- thin blue line uh, republican types when they start talking about oh we can't abolish the cops because you know the cops keep us. And i was like i was like i think police work is so so necessary that i don't mm-hmm. want the government anywhere near it <laughs> yeah and they can't even rattle around just with that simple statement i
1: like, I like uh, what are you talking
0: about yeah
1: i like using the masculinity card like what kind of fucking man calls a calls a another man to go protect his family like why aren't you doing it for yourself dude
0: yeah be your own cop
1: yeah i told my buddy who who used to be a cop i actually convinced him to quit thank christ there oh, is he a became god a good cop yeah. yeah and uh i i told him i don't need a I, he's like well why don't you know next time you need help call a crackhead and i said i i don't need a crackhead or a cop i need a fucking street sweeper who can handle corpses all right
0: I, I that's will what i need i need a, a cleanup crackhead. crew why because they work for crack
1: yeah
0: and they know how to keep their fucking mouth shut
1: that's right dude that's right i should call a fucking crackhead dude 20 bucks give them a fucking dime bet or get them a fucking uh rock yeah but um no man i i don't know this the the system and it's um i get that like my what i talk about is the the criminal justice system is just a fucking behemoth it's a it's a monster you know It's it's maybe what I'm do maybe what I talk about maybe what I'm advocating for is just so fucking pie in the sky like head in the clouds you know yeah maybe what I'm advocating for is fucking unrealistic and stupid but you know if I don't talk about it who is gonna fuck talk about it
0: yeah it's um it's kind of like anarchy just by itself or voluntarism Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it it's like we have this uh you know, lofty goal in mind. And we may never yeah. see that goal in our lifetime or maybe even yeah. a kid's lifetime or a grandkid's lifetime. But at least it would get people to start thinking in that direction. And mm-hmm. there is a lot that you can do in order to get that way. So like I said earlier, you know, as soon as these guys leave the prison, hand them all their guns back. Yeah. And just stay out of their lives. And I'll guarantee you a lot of them, <laughs> maybe not 100% of them, but a lot of them, you know, would go out and get jobs and do regular stuff.
1: hmm yeah like maybe if you run into a fucking felon you know or that you like you find out someone you know is a felon or you know you just encounter them maybe you'll think twice about oh shit like i stay a fuck away from this guy he went to prison like maybe you know maybe it's no big deal maybe he sold weed maybe like he maybe
0: there's a conversation that you need to have there and i know people are afraid of talking to other people
1: yeah i mean fuck how many of how many of people who listen to my show or your show have probably had uh are like one step away from a fucking gun charge, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: I uh, it it's just uh, you know, I I hear the phrase a lot, like living in Kabistan in your head, and um, I don't know. I I think that my ideals, I don't know how to release. I don't I don't I don't really know how to say it. Like, I think the conversation still still should be had, regardless of how unfucking realistic it is. Because if it doesn't get if, if it doesn't get yeah, bad, if then yeah, if no one bad, can learn, you can't set anything up yeah no one can learn um like i still i still talk to people every day who have never heard of fucking rothbard or fucking uh or Mises or you know even any of like the prison books that i read fucking shane bauer who wrote about american prisons who uh the just mercy story the fucking attica prison riot like people don't hear about theory or Right, criminal justice system things that are wrong with it you know I, I think that a lot of people are jumping to conclusions when talking about unrealistic expectations that people already know about yeah. all the stuff that we talk about you know i think that people are a little bit more in their echo chamber more than they care to admit
0: oh i know that i'm i'm definitely. mixing
1: criminal justice with fucking
0: with yeah the theory anarchist theory but it all it all blends together i mean we all dovetail our special little cases and everything
1: yeah, do you they... believe in freedom or do you not believe in fucking freedom, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, This uh, I'll, I'll break Republicans' minds all the time when I tell tell people, like, so, like yeah, once that felon leaves the prison, they should hand him his guns back. And maybe, yeah. like, a $300 check to go get make sure that he buys another one. Yeah. You know? They're like, oh, yeah. No, you can't do that. And he was like, well, yeah, they serve their time, right? Yeah. That, that's it. They, they don't need any more time done.
1: yeah i I was like
0: well they can't get houses because i don't want them living i was like oh not in my backyard okay gotcha
1: oh yeah and i'll fucking break i'll break fucking democrats minds because like that's a lot there's a lot of fucking man the bad takes that i see from these groups that i'm involved in because like you know coalition with or coalition coalition with many ally with none i think is the phrase yeah but uh and you know there's a lot of leftists who are um you know criminal justice guys and it's it's so funny to like have a conversation with them And be like, yeah, we should release all these non-violent offenders. Like, yeah, we should release everyone from prison. I'm like, yeah, and then we should just kill the fucking violent offenders. Just fucking bury them. Oh, oh my. You know, and of course, fun. Yeah, it gets
0: real fun when you talk to the lefty progressive types because they they want (laughs) to free like all of the weed smokers. And then when you want to start applying that to like somebody who's like shooting up heroin or snorting cocaine, and then that's where the that's where the veil falls.
1: Yeah, yeah. We
0: can't have that guy out there. They're snorting coke. I was like, oh, okay
1: oh so you're good good to know
0: that you're yeah have a poster of jerry falwell autographed on your wall what no no i was like yeah okay i see yeah
1: big big ronald reagan fan that guy but uh no it's here's um, a guy who
0: just built a suppressor for nobody else's use but his own yeah we should free that guy too it's like no 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 that was a gun part
1: (laughs) yeah and of course i you know of course there's nuance like if a guy steals from my fucking garden am i gonna kill him no am i gonna take his hand no but like if a guy steals from my car you know all or steals my car you know am i going to kill him i don't know it depends on how i feel maybe i'll just take his hand and that might seem a little bit harsh but yeah. i actually talked to an inmate He was my barber finley super funny guy um he actually shaved a dick in the side of uh, a a, a ceo's uh, head laughed That's all hilarious. the way to seg super fucking funny guy That's i'd buy him a drink if i saw him today but uh i'd watch my wallet though cuz he was oh, a yeah. purse th- he was a purse thief so <laughs> sticky fingers but i asked him hey uh if you know, are he was in for 20 years for stealing a purse. And I said, if I could give you those 20 years back, but I cut off your left hand, would you take that deal? And he said, Oh fuck. Yeah. You take both hands. I don't give a shit. Give me that 20 back. You're going to have both hands. I wouldn't be able to steal another fucking purse again. That's for sure. Yeah. So it's like, I'll, I've actually spoken with people who were currently incarcerated and asked them about these different solutions that would be more effective that would keep people it, it would be more effective in keeping people from uh you know it'd make them think twice about committing a crime yeah and i mean they they are a hundred percent on board the people who are fucking in you know of course i'm not gonna ask a chomo uh hey would you rather be in the fucking ground because of course he's gonna say no they're but chemically cares cast- hey, they're fu- they're yeah. choma what the fuck do i care about what he thinks you know yeah but uh or murder you know definitely put them in the ground but then i also believe in uh consensual duels and there are definitely people that i've met who have been charged with murder? Who I would say would be a consensual duel, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah they, you know, one guy was dissing him on the street, and they uh, got called out, and one guy was lit him up with an AK. And, yeah,
1: yeah. Some of the nicest people I've met have been charged for murder, dude. Who just, yeah. you know, they things got a little uh, carried away, and honestly, both parties consented to that, and one walked away.
0: Yeah, you also got to think, you know, we're human beings, uh, just you know, the computers and the, and the lights and everything that, that has changed, but yeah. humans are still that aggressive being that they've always been. And there's a reason why trial by combat has been around for thousands mm-hmm. of years. Yeah. Because Og would upset Ugg, and those two would have a fist fight. <laughs> yeah. Or club one in, one another in the head. And that would be the end of it.
1: How many motherfuckers have gotten to a fight, you know, uh, out there in general. And you know, every now and again, one gets carried away and someone gets fucking 10, 15 years taken from them for vo- or for voluntary manslaughter. How fucking fair is that? You no, know, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I would just say,
0: if anything, they don't need to be in a prison. They need to be out working so that they can pay their family back the restitution they they earned. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, who who does it help really? You know, it doesn't help anyone? Locking it someone even,
0: up. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't help the family because you know they're not going to get their their kin back at all. Does it give anyone fucking closure?
1: No. 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 Of course not. It doesn't. I mean, maybe a small minority of people does it give closure to, but I mean, fuck. If if my if my kid got touched and he went to fucking prison for a year, two years, and got out on good behavior, the fuck, dude. I'm not gonna get fucking closure from that. Do what must. I love that meme, by the way. Do what must be done. Is that guy who was uh, pretending to be at the payphone and then took care of business. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that if happened
0: you, uh, right here in Baton Rouge at the uh, Baton Rouge Airport.
1: Really, that happened there.
0: Yep, that was a uh, Baton Rouge airport. The, that bank of uh, payphones no longer exists, and they've reconfigured it because everyone would go there and they would sign that payphone.
1: Hell yeah! What a swell <laughs> fucking cat, dude.
0: Yeah, there uh, was a. Joshua there... Smith had his son on not too long ago to talk about that. Yeah, but uh, oh yeah. really? Yeah,
1: what a dope ass interview that that would be. I have to listen to that right after this. Um, yeah,
0: definitely, it was like maybe two two or three months ago before uh, Josh was like trying to get to go to all the conventions and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did that guy a, go? Did that guy go to prison? He went to prison for a little while, uh, got time served, and had to do like a whole bunch of community service after that. But yeah, he straight up just fucking shot that guy in the head.
1: on, yeah, dope. on Local news. Dope. Okay. Hell yeah. Fucking yeah, that was right at the, rad. Baton
0: Rouge Airport. Yeah. That. that, that payphone, <laughs> that's a guy who
1: got fucking closure. Yeah, that's that a guy who got had some a whole fucking bunch closure.
0: Of, uh, like little notes and stuff left on that payphone. You yeah. Know, it's like the coolest phone booth in the, in the USA right here.
1: Yeah, that's a guy who took care of fucking business, dude. Yeah. That's what I advocate for. You know, yeah, and let's get rid of uh, these fucking.
0: That dad in Texas that beat the one to death. Yeah. You know, he didn't get charged with anything. So,
1: the, uh, I live right down the street from a Fed pen, and it is honestly one of the most beautiful buildings I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. Like, just this beautiful dome. Like, it's these giant words just like etched into stone above it. Like, it's yeah. just a fucking. It's a it's a badass building. But what is it for? It is simply to glorify the state, you know? Yeah. It's disgusting. If it wasn't so I mean if it wasn't yeah, so beautiful, it would be high disgusting. School,
0: it looks more like a prison than that place, I'm sure. Oh
1: shit, dude. Hell yeah. And you know what? They serve the same food too.
0: Yeah, exactly. The same food because it all comes from the same uh <laughs> Yeah. From the same truck. And
1: the and the beds are the same fucking beds I had in basic. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> they God. are the same fucking beds.
0: Uh, Fort Benning, Georgia, 1998.
1: Uh, I can relate. Fort Benning, Georgia, 2013.
0: Yeah, we had one guy that we called Spider Man because his uh, mattress was filled with brown recluse, and he got his legs all bit up from brown recluse spiders.
1: Hell yeah, yeah. You sandhill?
0: Uh, yes, yes.
1: Sandhill too, yeah. Yeah. Good what old, a shitty place.
0: Yeah, it was the <laughs> worst, worst possible thing that you could ever do. You'd like look, and it's like there's black mold all over the ceilings.
1: It's fun. <laughs> yeah. we're having fun.
0: Yeah, you said they look at the pipes. it was like, "That's fucking lead."
1: Yeah, <laughs> having a fun time. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, that's non-religious prison, folks man.
0: like me. We had to spend our Sundays washing rocks.
1: Dude, I had dudes who uh, were unreligious who went to the the uh, the Jewish ceremony or uh, religious services because they gave out fucking bagels, dog.
0: Oh, I'm not
1: gonna lie, I thought about it a couple times. I like. didn't
0: even I didn't even think about that to to claim I was Jew. Just, yeah. Just to just get a free bagel. I was now, like, I was, I was one of those. My Lord Jesus like,
1: Christ, I love you, but I love bagels too. Please.
0: Yeah. So, like, on my uh, dog tags, they couldn't put atheist, so they put no religious preference. Mm. Yeah. So that just meant every Sunday I was uh, out there in the uh, the common area washing rocks, and you can't wash two rocks together because rocks aren't gay and they don't shower together. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Shit. But yeah, man. Prison. Um, do you have any other questions? Do you have any questions for me?
0: No, I mean, I'm right there with you along with the abolishment of uh, prisons because, I mean, really, the only thing that uh, should ever be erected is like a holding cell, you know, mm-hmm. just, to, just to hold this one violent guy until we can get him out of the area type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if you want to consider that a prison, I guess. But uh, at the same time, you know, I don't want to ever lose sight of the goal. And the, the sight of the goal, you know, voluntary Vs. I want everything to be voluntary. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, there's steps that we can do along the way that can make it, less shitty than it is today mm-hmm. and i don't even know that might be a, the more insurmountable task than just complete a, abolition
1: yeah yeah i mean like at least uh advocate for you know re um re-examining old cases using dna testing i'm a big advocate for the innocence yes. project and the, uh, the legal I system already has yeah. a thing
0: called de novo review that's where you take it and put it before a mm-hmm. completely different judge so they can look yeah. at all the evidence again
1: yeah i um I, i'll have to i'll have to look into that um but uh, the innocence project what they do i i donate to them monthly i actually had a uh, a raffle for them uh, last year but they um they they that's what they do is they also take uh they review cases they spend like their whole time reviewing cases and see what's fucky if the details don't quite match up and yeah, they'll and take it before
0: Rogan to tears on Oh show. really yes
1: i didn't i didn't know that i'll have to yeah, check they had that, some out, people that out in the
0: innocence project and they were talking about some of the stuff that was going on and you could definitely yeah. tell joe rogan had no idea that that was going on and it brought him to tears on some of the cases they were talking about
1: oh yeah man it's uh heartbreaking i i spent you know hours on their page uh when i first fucking ran into them and it's i mean it's astonishing and the amount of people that they've gotten released is there's a lot of people um Oh, yeah. And just because of reviewing DNA evidence. Um, So I'm a big advocate for them. And, um, you know, you want to talk about steps towards taking real steps towards Liberty instead of just tweeting, you know, uh, donating to the Innocence Project. is just like a real small step that you could take. Yeah. You know, and that that is actually effective in getting people their fucking liberty back, you know, which is what we're all about.
0: Yeah. Um, And then you want to get mad because it's like this person has been in the can for 20 years and they were completely innocent of all, all the charges. You know, and how do you get that guys 20 years back or some kind of dollar oh, no, to, th- go, to go Oh no, they took his win? life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He 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 just ha- he he just has to make it the rest of it, you know? Yeah, they took case, his fucking life. Yeah, he we has we had no a case future. Yeah,
0: here in Louisiana, that was about that. That guy was in prison for like 25 years and they gave him his life back. He's a 70-year-old man.
1: Yeah, what well, okay, cool, great. Uh I have my name char- uh, cleared. Fuck you guys. You know like <laughs> what is this uh what am i supposed to do forever now you know oh yeah and the state of louisiana wanted to keep him in prison too
0: that, that was that was the other thing
1: dude i was like no man. we want to
0: keep this guy in prison
1: i'm only <laughs> familiar with uh the private the private side of louisiana because of shane Bauer's book but uh i imagine it's very similar and it's just yeah. horrible it's a horrible place um you know Mississippi's pretty fucking bad. I interviewed a guy uh, who was currently incarcerated on a burner phone. He's told telling me how fucking horrible it is in Mississippi. Um, yeah, and, anywhere I'm in, in the
0: uh, in the deep south, like Louisiana, southern Louisiana mm-hmm. in particular, uh, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, mm-hmm. the panhandle of Florida, and everything that they, they, they've all got this. And it's not like the Bible Belt is such a bad thing because mm-hmm. you know I think people do need that uh, kind of discipline, but at the same time. The prison systems are just, just the worst.
1: Oh yeah. And they haven't changed, um, very, very much. It's the racism has gotten, uh, more hidden within it. And I know, I, I know a lot of people roll their eyes because racism is thrown out by the left to just brand anyone yeah, who like voted for anymore. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, dude, I got like, I, I disagree the... that I
0: need the state to pay for somebody's, yeah. uh, you know, McChicken at the McDonald's.
1: Yeah. And that but... therefore
0: that makes me a racist. You know. i
1: had some uh some really funny jokes but these people meant they're re- they're like hey i hate this person because they're black yeah. i mean the jokes were funny the jokes are always funny yeah but uh <laughs> but when they're said and then they act on them like yeah but for real fuck this black guy and then they'll fuck them up and like pin like a fucking charge on them for nothing like yeah that's really fucked up but um no i was reading uh i read this book blood in the waters by heather and thompson uh and it was about the Attica prison riot and uh, a lot of the problems that that they had at the at Attica, um, they they still uh, exist today. I mean, the racism from uh, prison guards, the um, you know the lack of food. I mean, the food yeah. that we had at our facility was very inadequate, and they would pump it full of like they had these protein pellets, and they would just toss it in just to fucking keep them like alive. You know, it's not yeah. filling, um, and you know the. Just the conditions were fucking terrible, man. And like yeah. the medical staff was just very they they didn't give a shit, you know? Um and it's it's you're not you shouldn't give a shit when you work there. That's the thing, because if you do, then you're a hug a thug and you're the enemy and we're going right. to try to get you fired and we're gonna try to brand you a fucking, you know, and if we're gonna if brand you, actually the enemy where
0: your life is in danger, we might take a, a minute extra oh yeah that was to, a common thing said like oh thinking.
1: if yeah. i if i hear the alarm go off i'm gonna walk you know yeah,
0: i'm not gonna come run
1: <laughs> yeah if that oh, person's get that in their the ass department, department, i'm walk
0: so just you cops out there thinking it's like you know i don't really want to write speeding tickets because you know mm-hmm. but the moment i'm gonna call for backup maybe it doesn't get there quite as fast as it should
1: yeah here's the thing about cops and in guards at least i knew i was in the shark tank you know yeah if you have an alert out there and you're in the unknown god help you dude quit your job please i mean i always advocate for people to quit their jobs i am not an a cab guy because i met a lot of good people who were under the impression that they were doing the right thing i myself included thought i was doing the right thing just because of years and years of indoctrination you know it's just shoved down your throat of just these are the good guys everyone else are the bad guys and then you get there and they're like it's us versus them when you go to the academy and like this was when i was uh when i was military police when I was a prison guard, when I was doing my internship with Homeland Security, it's us versus them. They, they fucking, like, drill yeah. it into your head. Oh, yeah. Police you know you cannot trust about, anybody.
0: You know, at any moment, someone's going to draw a gun on you.
1: Any moment. It doesn't yeah. matter who it is. It, it could be yeah. a fucking kid. It could be a fucking yeah. teenager. Like, you know, it could be anyone. It could be a woman. It doesn't yeah. matter.
0: And it doesn't really um, matter once they get out there into the, you know, after training and everything, and they see, like... 99% of the uh <laughs> the yeah they're gonna go to no one's really gonna say anything to them and it's that it's not going to go to that level but they all have that just in the back of their mind mm-hmm. you
1: know but um yeah a lot of these problems that existed in attica and then I, th- I think it was they just had the 50th anniversary last year and uh, so what w- what would that have been it would have been uh 71 something like. I think I'm yeah, math think right early, now when I've been drinking.
0: 70s or it might have been late 60s. But if I, I, if I remember yeah. correctly, like Attica started to be over conditions.
1: Yeah. It but like uh, It would
0: be freezing outside. It would be freezing inside the prison. If it was hot outside, it would be hot inside the prison.
1: Yeah. And, and that's why they rioted was just the conditions were so fucking horrible. Yeah. And, um, you know, Basically they didn't get any rec time. They didn't heat. get shit. And when, yeah. you know, rec time might not be a big deal to people listening, but like when that's all you have, when that's all you have to look forward to and live for, and yeah. I wake up in the morning that so I one can hour go outside.
0: Of getting outside
1: to yeah. fresh air. And uh, there were so, the, the staff was so low that they would just cut rec time. And that was happening in my state, you know, they, the, yeah. like uh, Crossroads was uh, the big riot that happened when I was employed. And um,
0: oh, this the, prisoner the... talked back to me once, so he's going to get, you know, 30 extra minutes less on yeah his, on his rec time.
1: yeah oh yeah dude and it's okay. super easy to it's just stupid, call rec bullshit. like
0: yeah
1: hey uh something suspicious is happening on that side of the fence so i'm gonna cut rec and uh everyone has to go inside now but um it, yeah the the, the staff yeah, was staffing... broken down
0: on the road obviously yeah. he's trying to get stuff into the prison right so... oh yeah
1: and uh but staffing was so low in crossroads that they just cut rec time the food was i mean like i said the food uh even now was terrible many of the same conditions that never changed after the Attica prison riot. And then sure shit, another prison riot happens and fucking crossroads. They they drove a fucking uh, forklift through one of the housing units, dude, completely fucking demolished it. They took the cafeteria, like the things that like uh, like the rolling, uh like rolling carts that we that we served lunch on to seg. They took those motherfuckers and they used it as battering rams to smash doors down like, dude, don't be surprised that another riot's going to happen when you don't change anything about yeah. the system, you know? And it's funny. It's funny. I mentioned ad, uh, the Attica prison riot and the book blood in the water uh, by Heather Ann Thompson. That book has recently been banned from Attica's um, from Attica's oh, library. Yeah, of
0: course. You can't. <laughs>
1: And the, yeah. And there's a lawsuit right now. That's like, put this book back and I hope they win. I really do. I hope the inmates read I hope shit. they
0: win too because they've got nothing but time on their hands. And oh yeah! Library is one of those escape things for mm-hmm. them. So they, you know, up here, you know, they're not inside those eight by ten prison walls anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's funny. I really hope they fucking win.
0: Yeah, that would be but. a great day because that at least then they can the prisoners kind of get a good idea. It's like, oh yeah, by the way,
1: <laughs> they won't. But they won't. By the way, like fucking uh, New York, the New York criminal justice system is fucking shady as shit. Even during the riot, they they fucking hid a lot of shit fucking uh retaking that facility the uh the guards brought out their own personal weapons like hey i'm i'm getting the shotgun this 38 special the fucking uh police all took off their bat like all off their name name tapes and shit and they were went in with with their like they went in heavy they gashed the fuck out of the whole facility they killed the the hostages the police killed the hostages
0: yeah what would i do in that situation you know i would take my name tape off
1: yeah oh dude they were I, like, I go
0: get my AR 15 out of the truck in my car.
1: Oh. And they were like, the people were running and they shot him in the back. Like they yeah. didn't give a shit. And that, like, once they retook the prison, they just kept shooting them. They would like yeah. make them kneel and like fucking execute people, dude.
0: Yeah. And even, like uh, the and the here, state of New
1: York covered it up for a long time.
0: Yeah. In 2005, when we had hurricane Katrina, there was uh people at the Jefferson parish, uh, prison that mm-hmm. just got shot inside the prison. Cause they they had a hurricane coming over and they knew that the uh, the electricity wasn't going to work anymore so
1: yeah. they would just go
0: into the cells and just shoot all of the all of the people that thought they, that they would be a problem out outside
1: dude uh, i mean the the system it, the criminal justice system is anything but justice dude i i just it blows my fucking mind when yeah. i eat, when i run into anybody who is like who, who yeah. just kind of pretends like it's not a fucking issue, you know? Yeah,
0: Gerald Salente of the Trends Research Magazine had a good line about that. He goes, "Yeah, of course it's just us, just us."
1: Yeah, they're not talking oh. about it to you. <laughs> yeah, home of the free, land of the chains, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, Shit. home of the free, <laughs> land of the brave. Sure, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, land of the chains, dude.
0: Yeah, look up at that Norman Rockwell painting and keep thinking that was reality. Sure.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I'm so happy I'm out, man. I've been out for two years.
0: That's good. That's good. Yeah, And you've, uh, you've done your, your job Unfortunately. on the anarchist side of, uh, trying to keep people out of it or, uh, getting people to quit their, uh, quit their jobs. Oh man. To I failed too. with their time.
1: I have absolutely failed. Uh, uh, yeah, it broke my heart. One, one of the, um, one of my Missouri boys, uh, actually got a job to prison because he just couldn't find a job anywhere else. Um,
0: and they're hiring it's for 50 an hour. Yeah.
1: It's sad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not enough to be a hero. It's fifteen in Missouri, but they uh they don't give raises. No.
0: You're of course it not. you're it
1: for life, man. I know I know dudes who are in for fucking twenty five years, paid fifteen bucks an hour. That shit's insane. That's
0: that's uh that's the literal definition of gay. <laughs> yeah, it sure is, dude. <laughs> totally
1: gay for stay, way. baby. I'm gay for stay. Dude, no, uh I've actually met a gay for stay guy. He had he was a uh a notorious fucking baby uh he fucked around with all the big dogs and then we took him to visitation once he had a wife and three kids i was shocked i was like oh we're gonna meet your husband and <laughs> we gotta go in there and his uh he had a wife and it was uh i was like wow man that's insane because okay. you
0: great you fucking had pop
1: that hand up and walk down the hallway like this whenever whenever you're not here it's that it, this is blows my mind
0: <laughs> many such cases as the former Dude. president used to say
1: my gosh
0: <laughs> yeah it's just a, it's just crazy and we uh you know my brief little time in the military and and uh doing a correction works so you, you see all kinds you know there, there'd be guys you know taking a break smoking a jay yeah like, we get regular drug tests and he goes no i, I pay money not to get drugs. i was like oh okay but you're gonna you're gonna guard the guy that was growing shrooms yeah. in his in his uh in his garage for himself. Dude, okay.
1: Gotcha. Some of the funniest fucking shit. I honestly, um, and I say this a lot, but I wish I could have brought a camera in. Like, I don't even, I don't need, I, I didn't have my phone. Obviously, you're not allowed to have your phone. Um, no. but I mean, like, I wish that I could have had it, not even to text people or to like, fucking uncover the travesty of prison, but just to fucking like, <laughs> take pictures and video some of the funny shit some of the funniest fucking cats i've ever met were in prison um and it's it's just they're uh you know they're people man they're i don't i don't mean to get all fucking like oh they're fucking get all serious all out out of nowhere but no they're like really fucking funny some of them
0: yeah uh so my mom's maiden name is uh ends with a vowel so i grew up with a bunch of uncles that maybe were not related at all mm-hmm. you know from the island of sicily
1: oh so yeah yeah, could, yeah yeah yeah. i could
0: tell you right now that <laughs> mobsters and the criminal element they are the funniest fucking people you will ever meet in your life oh yeah your face will hurt with as much <laughs> laughing as you will do and then you kind of snap out of it It was like oh this this guy has broken somebody's legs because they didn't pay him on time oh okay? yeah yeah and I, I know who i'm dealing with now but still
1: <laughs> dude oh man fucking uh one this i still use this line today but, Al uh,
0: there, that was a uh, there's a there's a comedian out there and he tells a story about the how the Mexicans got boots on.
1: I interviewed that guy.
0: That guy's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I interviewed him and talked about it. Uh, I talked about his. um yeah. we talked about his time in. He was a, he's a really super nice guy and uh, real down to earth and also a big criminal justice advocate too. Yeah,
0: he's turned um, all of his stories into bits. So, yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's interesting. Um, He actually got stepped up uh to buy an inmate during one of his specials because he did a special in a jail he was telling me about this uh on when i did the episode with him but they don't have this on camera and this guy he was right in the middle of a story and this guy stepped up goes yo who the fuck is this and he turns around and goes yo who the fuck are you motherfucker and he like (laughs) there's a uh the guy looked behind him at the guard and he goes "No, no no don't look at him i I ain't worried about him. I'm worried about you and your safety right now for me. And he like fucking dressed this motherfucker down. He big dog this guy. And he was like, get your ass back to your fucking cell. Cause this suit comes off. Don't, don't make no mistake. This yeah. suit is me. Now I can go back to me then real fucking quick. It was fucking hilarious, but also yeah. like, yeah, dude, like strength, yeah, recognize strength in an there. army
0: chaplain. He goes, never forget. And he always pointing to his bars. Yeah. And he goes, I can come from here if I need to.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a like. He didn't give a fuck, man. And he yeah. did that right in front of a fucking because this this was county, so it was a cop. That wasn't a fucking CEO. He did that fucking. He did that in front of a cop, man. <laughs> fucking. And you'll know that guy. He like lost all his cred. He lost all his rep that day because you get fucking. Oh yeah. You, you get bitched out. You're a bitch for he, life he was, now. He
0: was trying something to impress somebody. Yeah. And it ended up not working for him.
1: You're a bitch for life now, bud.
0: You might as well just pull your pockets inside out
1: oh yeah you're a baby (laughs) you're someone's baby now you're gonna be someone's baby until your time is done
0: yeah and that shit follows you too good night fish yeah
1: (laughs) no but this uh i was walking down the hallway one day and this um i still use this line and uh this this og was talking with this uh this young buck and the young buck was uh like it was two ogs and they were talking to each other this young buck tried to chime in and he goes, hey, if I want a lip from you, i tap my fucking zipper. Shut the fuck up. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to use that forever. I've used that on so many people.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it's the greatest thing ever when you start getting into some of this speak,
1: These Man. cats are funny.
0: Yeah. This is great, great stuff. But uh, that's probably a good place to uh, drop it off. Flint, go ahead and get your grift on. Tell me about all your links
1: oh um i'm on instagram j j underscore flintlock i'm on twitter your your boy flint with underscores between each word and yours you are and i have my own show it's libertalia um i try to discuss uh criminal justice matters sometimes i sway i really kind of just do it when i have inspiration um i think Davey and i are trying to uh are trying to get a new project off the ground gentlemen's club and let and me guess
0: davy thinks it's gay because he thinks davy thinks gay. everything's gay everything just yeah, <laughs>
1: and uh, I think that Derek and Davey and I are gonna try another another project too. Um, so be on the lookout for those two. They're gonna be funny, you know. They're of not course. gonna be as try hard as me.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: But uh, thanks for having me on, on dude. Sh-
0: I've I've had Derek on the show. I haven't had Davey on yet, so maybe that would be the oh, best highly thing. recommend it. Highly recommend it.
1: <laughs> I highly recommend getting both of them on. They they, but I mean, you will have your stole show, uh, your show stolen. They dominate That's every fine. show. Derek on. tried
0: to steal my show when I had him on too. So it, it's, yeah,
1: a- <laughs> hey, hey, they're good cats, man. They're fun.
0: Yep. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for playing along, and we'll catch you around the timeline, okay?
1: Yeah, Doug. Peace. Peace.
0: All right, and there he goes, folks. Jay Flintlock on Twitter and everything else. Uh, You guys, uh, I'll have all of his uh, links down below in the show notes so that you can easily find him so you don't have to go sharing and looking all over the place for him. But uh, if you guys could, I've got some uh, stuff to talk about here. Uh, Right here, I have started a book. That's right, the book is already written. I need to get it in front of an editor and everything else. It's called Remote. And uh, here is the Indiegogo for it, which I'll link down below as well. I'm trying to look for about two grand in order to get this book off the ground. Uh, that'll pay for editing and uh, getting it uh, printed and everything else. So if you guys could uh, give it a, a like, a follow. Uh, if you guys aren't going to uh, just donate some um, money, uh, donate some time, uh, share it with everybody that you know uh also i've got the teespring store you know get it done shirts uh uh resistant not hesitant uh i even mentioned it here in the show i'm not mad at you i'm mad for you and I, I refuse to take part in mass hysteria and then of course i got some other stuff uh have fun staying poor bitcoin shirts uh, a voluntary v non aggression. uh self-ownership and socially is not morally defensible uh political atheism and of course uh my keto shirt as well this body is fueled by fat protein and hate for the state and of course i got the uh, the get it done on and some other stuff too as well so if you guys could uh, help me out with all of that stuff and if you guys want to save yourself 10 percent on every order of coffee go to laurenzotti.coffee buy yourself a, a few bags of coffee and anything over 15 bucks is automatically free shipping and you can't beat that deal with a stick anyways guys this has been fun uh sorry this one wasn't live i figured uh, sunday afternoon no one's really going to be watching anyways so uh we'll premiere it monday night at 7 p.m so hopefully uh and i'll be down in the uh in the comments for that one to to, to play along anyways guys take it easy and we'll come at you next time with a brand new episode of rebel with a cause out